0: Angel fans, Ron Washington and Reed Detmers joined our friends over at Foul Territory this week, and they had a lot to say about the Angels' upcoming season. So, what stuck out to us as your locked on hosts and what stuck out to our everydayers and Angel fans? Let's talk about it. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels
1: podcast. Part
0: of the Locked On
1: Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you'd like to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here are some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On Everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening come over to youtube leave a comment it's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation and today's episode is brought to you by game time you can download the game time app create an account and use our code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase hey
1: thanks for being here for this episode of locked on angels where it's your team every day you've got the first brothers here with you aka the super halo bros my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john mike we're coming into our third season of angels baseball where we are hosting locked on angels it's been a a pleasure and a privilege and uh, a disappointment for the last <laughs> few seasons. But but Locked on Angels has been a lot of fun, and, and uh, we're certainly glad to have you here and uh, seeing those everydayers uh, join us every single day and watching our subscriptions grow and knowing that more people are tuning in. It just gets me excited for 2024 and beyond. Hey, a couple of show notes, of course. Dropping episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right up until before spring training. Then we'll be back to five days a week shortly thereafter that. And of course, you can vote for us in the best baseball podcast category for the Sports Podcast Awards 2024. Whether you're watching or listening, that episode or that episode, that link is in the episode description. And you can follow that link and click on that thumbs up next to Lockdown Angels and give us your vote. We would really, really appreciate that. Hey, on today's show, we did hear a lot from Ron Washington and Reed Detmers on foul territory with our friends Scott Braun and Eric Kratz and <clears throat> AJ. Um <laughs> What did they have to say, Mike? Well, first let's get into what Ron Washington had to say. And he gets everybody to run through a wall yeah. th- for him. And even the guys on foul, Tory, foul territory agreed that so let's start with what he had to say about Anthony Rendon
0: yeah Wash had multiple conversations with Rendon on the phone Mm -hmm. and they've mostly according to Wash been talking about his health he did mention Rendon's commitment to staying on the field by allowing the strength and conditioning guys to get him on a program and helping him to stay committed to that program and then Wash also said he's going to find out when Rendon feels like he needs time off. They're going to be in clear communication about that. Johnny, what stood out to us was that Wash said he's not going to visit Rendon in Houston to badger him about what he wants, what Ron Washington wants. Mm -hmm. But he wants to listen to Anthony and find out from him what he thinks the reason is why things haven't gone uh, right for the Angels. Same thing he said about Mike Trout and other players. And then Wash, here's a quote. He said, I'm going to let him talk. I know what I want and that's for him to be healthy, but I want to go and I want to listen to what he wants. Johnny, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it makes a lot
1: of sense for Wash to go out there and especially talking to Mike Trout and talking to Anthony Rendon and finding out, all right guys, you're the vets here. What's going wrong here? Yeah. And and there's been this thought of, from Angel fans a- including us that Ron Washington is going to be the guy to get Rendon off his butt and mm-hmm. behave in the clubhouse and yep. not, not be, you know, no, i and Glace Rendon like he was last year and help him turn it around. But then, you know, now that we've heard wash say this, what does that actually mean? When, when fans say, well, maybe he could be the one to help Rendon turn it around. Well, Mike, I think that wash, at least from his end has kind of shown how that might work. And Ron Washington is a leader leaders. Yeah listen. You're mm-hmm. a leader of your organization and I'm sure you are a great listener for your employees. I know, I know you listen to me complain, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, but here's the thing, like leaders listen. And I think that you show Rendone that you care yep. and that he matters yep. by listening to what he has to say about his struggles and the team's struggles. And I think when you listen to somebody, it makes them feel valued. It keeps them involved in what's going on in the organization i mean you and i speculated last year just based on rendon's behavior like nobody's talking to him nobody yeah. nobody is like rendon you gotta rein that in bro like right. especially phil nevin i mean you and i have said that that's kind of a indictment on phil's clubhouse culture when rendon is allowed to kind of spout off and son of a bang son of a boom you right. know what i'm saying right. and so i i think that with Wash coming in as a respected coach and manager and listening to Rendon and also listening on when Rendon needs a day off and yeah. saying, hey, we, we want to yep. keep you, our goal is to keep you out there. So are you feeling it today or do you need a day off? And then making sure that he sticks to the strength and conditioning plan on the field, I think is another way that we're going to see Wash get something out of Rendon and help him turn his season around. So, yeah. I think those are all very important points regarding Wash and Rendon,
0: John. We've mentioned this before on the show, but you and I are are wrestling nerds. We love AEW. We love WWE, <laughs> and and so I'm going to make a connection here, and and so run with me on this. Some of the best creative is always the creative that involves the person that's supposed to make it happen yes. on TV and in the ring, right? Instead
1: of scripted line for exactly. line, I mean that's exactly. why the rock
0: that's why the rock is so good and Stone Cold right? was so good. Yeah. Right. This feels like that in the baseball world. Hmm. This feels like the manager going to his leaders or supposed leaders and saying, "Hey, what went wrong? What do you see?" right? Because it does communicate. I want to know what it is that you think. And I want to use your experience and help you to evaluate that experience so that this team is better. And Wash understands, at least from his behavior, that this team has been in a lot of chaos for a long time. And you mentioned Rendon saying the things and doing the things that he's doing. It wasn't even just a Phil Nevin thing. This is a clubhouse thing. Like, yes. where's Mike yes. Trout? How yes. I Mike mean, right. Trout isn't saying anything? Right. Or even Shohei Otani, right. who kind of kept to himself and was pretty private, but I got to think that if you want your superstars to help lead this team, you want them to lead this team in all facets. And so so Mike Trout's got to say something, and other players have to say something in order to get this team together. And what I feel like Ron Washington is doing right now is he's sharing the creative, and then he's talking to his wrestlers or his players, right, and talking to them about how can we make this happen on TV? How can we – Caused this plan to be performed on the field, right? Do you like my analogy? I I love your analogy. I love wrestling analogies, Mike. When uh, when he spoke
1: about the angels and what people are saying about them, Ron Washington says, "I know what people are saying, and I'm excited to be in the position that I'm in." He said, "Everybody on the team is going to pull their weight, and if they can't pull their weight, then they're not going to be on the team. It's that Mm, simple." Love that. Um, He said, "I'm going to hear what Trout and Rendon think needs to be implemented, and I'm going to do my best to make sure that what they think." needs to be implemented is and he said i'm i'm going to implement the stuff that i know needs to be implemented with mm. my coaching staff mike on every day or on youtube vivian mario 8216 brought up a really great question do you think ron washington has any regrets about accepting this position without discussing some preconditions like which players they're going to get or what they're going to go out there and do uh uh we've said this a lot on the show and someone looks at this team and goes, man, if I could just get my hands in that clay, I could make something out of them. I could, if if I could just do this or that, or if they would just tweak this or tweak that. Mike, I, I think that somebody is Ron Washington. Yeah. I he was the guy who was out there and and uh, was the one who said, man, if I could just sink my teeth and, into those halos, they could be really good. Uh, knowing what needs to be implemented is him taking all of his years of coaching and managing and knowing how to take the Angels to the next level. So I, I think to answer Vivium's question, I don't think he has any regrets. I think he mm-hmm. knew what he was getting when he came into this situation. And I'm sure he knows about the issues with Artie and, and all that stuff. But I think Ron is confident that he can make a change in a positive direction, especially with this young team. But, Mike, that quote, everybody on this team is going to pull their weight, and if they can't, they won't be on this team. <laughs> what does that do for you?
0: as an Angels fan, when you hear that. Well, you said it already. Leaders listen. Leaders also lead. And Mm -hmm. when you're making change, you want to change things without destroying things. And so he is going about how to change things in such a really smart, wise, thoughtful way. And when it comes to this idea of, man, does he have a crats? Or is he frustrated? Or man, can you want to pull out? No, leaders... Leaders want to bring change to things and want to put their fingerprints on things. And leaders also create a culture. And he's already through his words, creating a culture. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to perform. You're not going to carry your weight. You're not going to play. And I love that. I love that because there hasn't necessarily been any accountability or much accountability with this team, John. And so to have accountability is music to my ears as an angel fan right now.
1: Well, and they've, they've used tons of players out of necessity. And it's because they were trying to push to the playoffs and things like that. This feels like a season where you can breathe a bit, yeah. Especially as a fan too, because yeah. I mean, we all need to make sure our expectations are, you know, where like. Well, you and I have said no expectations. Yeah. But just try to manage what excitement that you have. But uh, I think that this will be a season where, yeah, if you're not cutting it, you're not going to be on this team. You're going to be down in AAA or you're going to be somewhere else. Right. And and the guys that they've used in the past have been out of like, oh, we desperately need to get somewhere. So even even though this guy is, uh, you know, sour grapes, or if this guy is not, not pulling his weight average-wise, we still need him out there. Like, I don't think that that's going to be as much of an issue this year no. with Ron Washington. Here's no. something I thought was interesting. He spoke about the minor leagues. Uh, his quote was, get better and don't stay the same. Mm. He said he was really impressed with working with the minor leaguers in Arizona and also by the culture. And he said that he thought he was going to have to take the culture from the top <laughs> uh, in the major leagues and send it down to the minors. But he said, I've got to take the culture down here and bring it up there. Mike, bringing the minor league culture to the major, major leagues, what are your thoughts about that?
0: Well, remember we talked about, um, it was our first year on Lockdown, we talked about the Trash Pandas yes. and how they were successful and how it felt like they were kind of rushing some of those players up and, I, and, and one of the things that I think you maybe had a theory on was I wonder if they're just trying to implement some of the culture up here because that culture seemed to be really healthy and really good, and it was a winning culture. And it seemed yeah. like they, that team really loved being together. And that is what we need at the Major League roster. And I think Ohapi and Neto are two guys that can help implement that culture. Mm-hmm. Just, again, to, 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 to bang the same drum. The sitting on the bench after losing, to watching the celebrations. Like, that's the stuff that... Ron Washington, I think will bring. And it's fascinating that we hear about how there isn't a great development in minor league culture or at least minor league players, Mm -hmm. but that the culture actually is much better than what happens in the major leagues. And that seems to be something that we haven't necessarily discussed too often, but that is infused in a lot of these young players coming up. You can see it and you can feel it and you can hear it in their voice. Absolutely. Hey,
1: we want to thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first to listen every single day. We're just getting started here on the show coming up we're going to talk about what reed detmers had to say about last year and how he's preparing for this year and what he had to say about getting in a regular rhythm as a starting pitcher we're going to get into all of that coming right up
0: locked on friends locked on angels is brought to you by game time game time is the only ticketing app the only one johnny that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchases you can see your seats before you buy them so you know exactly what you're getting and then when you buy them they show you a picture to know exactly what it looks like when you arrive there's all-in pricing that shows up right at the front gives you the total there's no surprises there's no hidden fees you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set and game time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets for example they have deals right up until the start of the event and in some cases even after an hour they still have tickets available in case you're like, hey, I'd really like to go. Or, hey, we need one more ticket, right? So you can find last-minute seats with game time. Hey, Detmer's
1: just throwing a no-hitter. Let's get down to the stadium. Let's get
0: down there now, (laughs) right? You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on all sorts of sports and concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And then they have zone deals where you pick the section and game time picks the seats. And there's an average savings of about 18%. What I really like, Johnny, is the game time guarantee. They guarantee the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section, same row for less, Game Time says, got you. And they give you a 110% credit for the difference. So essentially, you're getting all your money back for the ticket plus 10%. And they're going to say, hey, it's on us. I love that from Game Time. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. You can download their app right now. Create an account, and when you do, use our code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Some terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem this code Locked On for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed.
1: It's Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Hey, everydayers, don't forget that Locked On has launched the very first. 24 7 national sports streaming channel covering sports all day long it's over on youtube so just look up locked on sports today on youtube you can head on over there and you'll get all the top stories of the day from the local experts of locked on and the national shows as well so head on over there on youtube and hit subscribe to the very first 24 7 national
0: sports streaming channel reed detmers was on foul territory Yeah, i did a great job but did seem a bit nervous. Now, Johnny, yes. he is kind of a quiet, kind of a shy guy. At least that's what he's kind of given out. Even after his no hitter, he was like, This was great. Yeah. Was well thankful. and that's the thing, like
1: <laughs> I, I think it's so funny how there, you know, we have these athletes who are very good at sports and they're very good at what they do, but like, yeah. you know, we also expect them to be like, you know, the most talkative people Dynamic. in the world. Dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like you and Whoa. I
0: you and I have had this conversation before, but uh, our, our our middle brother, Jeff, and I have laughed about this because I remember years ago when Dave Stewart pitched for the Oakland A's. Uh-huh. And he was it was a playoff game in 92 against the Blue Jays. Pitched really, really well. And uh, they interviewed him after the game. And Dave Stewart, if you remember, big, tall, strong pitcher, had his hat down over his eyes, really couldn't even see his eyes. And they were like, Dave, you pitched a great game. How was it? And he was like, yeah, it was really awesome. Like, and I remember, like <laughs> Jeff and I were, were laughing so hard because it wasn't the voice you expected. So, right. and when it comes to Reed Detmers, you're just expecting these guys to be so charismatic, when in fact his personality is very different than that,
1: right? Absolutely, and I think the nerves had something to do with something I want to address here in a second as okay. well. Uh, he did take the inevitable questions about Shohei Otani, but yeah. first he spoke about staying healthy. And getting to 20 wins, Mike. Why don't you get into that, John? If he gets to 20 wins,
0: I will. <laughs> I will attempt a backflip. It's not going to look good, but no, I, I don't want you to backflip. break your neck. No, I mean it was it, that would be so awesome. He said his focus this year has been on staying healthy, and he says it. He said he set a goal for himself every year, and this year he set a goal for 20 wins, and mm-hmm. I love that. Right, I love that. A lot of people don't think that maybe he's that type of pitcher at least right now but Reed's like no I'm going to I'm going to go after it he's working on his pitching to help it make it easier and take it easier on his body working on reducing the number of walks by adjusting his mechanics while throwing off the mound John he said he said something that I loved he said that he was uh like forcing the ball out instead of pushing the ball. It was the way that his mechanics were working. Yes, And he was working against himself. And so he said, I've already made an adjustment to where all of my momentum is headed towards the plate. And yes. that's why he struggled with walks last year. And so I, I was encouraged by what he had to say. And I don't know if he's even interacted with Barry in right yet or not. He said they had just, a phone call, yeah. Just in that interview, he sounds like he's aware of the issues right. and he's already making adjustments and then Barry Enright can get sort of like his fingers on him right like and 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 help mold him into a better pitcher gosh i i i'm now hyped about the fact that he's like i'm going to get 20 wins <laughs> that's, that's all we've ever wanted as fans mike
1: and we yeah. we've watched this team uh even just beyond doing locked on angels in our old podcast as well is like we just want coaches who can help these guys make adjustments. And it just yeah. seems like they go out there every single start doing the same things over and over and over again. And then and wondering, not, why and wondering why it's not working. And wondering why it's not working. And then, you know, and then, hey, you know, Detmers is sitting on the bench. Hey, I think I'll throw my slider like this again. And, <laughs> right. And then right, comes right. out there and, and rips it up. So I just, it, it's nice to know that he knows what to work on. Yep. And what he needs to adjust for this upcoming season. Mike, uh, on moving to the, uh, the five-man rotation, he said that, accommodating Otani caused less of a routine for the rotation because sometimes they didn't know if they'd pitch on the sixth day or the seventh day yeah. or even the eighth day. And then sometimes if Otani couldn't make the start, which happened a couple of – one or two times, they'd pitch on the fifth day. Yeah. And so it was always kind of like up in the air on on where they'd be. And this caused a couple of bullpins. Uh, between starts, and so sometimes you have one, sometimes you have two, sometimes you have more than that because then there's eight days between starts. So he he said that made it difficult to stay ready, but he is excited to be in a five man rotation. But he also recognizes that he hasn't been
0: yeah. in
1: a five man rotation yet at the major league level. So it's uh it, it it's gonna be a, an interesting thing for us to watch this season. But he did say that less of a wait between starts will be nice mike do you think and i have a thought before you answer this question okay do you think a more consistent routine is going to help each of these starters be better this year now i noticed on twitter that some angel fans tried to make it seem like reed was annoyed with Shohei. listen mm. shut your mouth because reed, <laughs> reed was yeah. nervous and a bit yeah. awkward on the show so stop trying to make nothing It's make something out of nothing, right? You know, you, you paid for your blue check from Elon Musk and then you get it in everybody's (laughs) feed and you're talking about this and you're trying to make angel fans look bad. It's in, listen, it's engagement farming when you, when you act angry all the time. And when you act like, well, this team sucks all the time, you're going to get responses. So just ignore Those people who shell out their money and and try to get your attention on Twitter, Um, this was nothing about what Reed said was blaming this on Shohei Ohtani. He just said, "Hey, without him in the uh, in the rotation, we'll have some
0: consistency here." Yeah. Um, Do you think that consistency is going to help them stay ready, like he said? Yes, absolutely. And I think it's because of what Davis Daniels said when he was on the show. Davis Daniels said, "When I knew that I was going to be doing." this or playing this role it's helpful to prepare for that and Mm -hmm. listen it's Shohei Otani you move you move mountains for Shohei Otani to have him on your team right and now that he's not there we're bummed however one of the benefits is that these young guys might actually take not just a step forward but they might leap forward and I know that that's (laughs) some opium but honestly we might see them take some giant leaps forward and see some really incredible growth from people like Reed Detmers and also Patrick Sandoval.
1: It's certainly going to be helpful to know when your next start is going to be like on a on a consistent basis. And and they pretty much had that, you know, when the plan was 6 days or 6 pitchers, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But I think this is a very traditional the way baseball has been for the last, you know, 40 50 years of a right. five-man rotation. Right. And so I think it's going to be easier for them to uh to stick to their routine this season.
0: Yeah. Now, when we talk about, like, the young core and the, and the challenges of moving through the system so quickly, that was one of the questions they asked Reed. Um, he said there's a lot of dark horses this year that have flown under the radar. Eric Kras asked him about uh, the draft picks who have been brought up, and Detmer said it was challenging for him and the guys. He feels like he knows now how to get comfortable coming into his own and missing out on the minors means missing out on routine and missing, missing out on travel, getting used to the travel. And, and it's hard to figure that out in the major leagues because you're just, you're starstruck, right? That's, that's
1: where, it, that's where it matters too. Like you're in yeah. the major leagues, like you need to perform yeah, and also get used to travel and get used to,
0: you know, where the bathroom is at the stadium. You know what I'm <laughs> the <saying>? size <laughs> of the crowd and the noise. And yeah, absolutely. And oh, that's uh, that's uh, Julio Rodriguez at the plate. That's not Bob Sacamano, right? Like right. you know, like that's a major league ball player right, right. there.
1: <laughs> we get excited seeing these guys get called up, but is it a mistake in the long run, Mike? Uh, considering what Reed had to say mm. with the challenges of moving up so quickly, I think that we forget about the human element that yeah. goes into baseball
0: yeah. sometimes. That like this is a huge adjustment for players? What do you think? You know, Johnny, I think that it really it has to be a case-by-case basis when you think mm-hmm. about somebody like Neto or you think about somebody like Ohopi or even Sean Owell, I think if they're ready, let's have them do that. But um, you have to be really, really smart with these guys in knowing that there's a human element. And maybe, maybe perhaps having Wash as the manager is going to be helpful there. And I don't know the interworkings of every detail when it comes to what happens in the dugout, but it would be smart to have somebody maybe even a former ball player who sits with these guys and that's all that they do. Maybe Albert Pujols can play that role. Tim Salmon. (laughs) Tim Salmon can play that role. Chuck (laughs) Finley can play that role. And maybe perhaps that's why they brought them in. There was never really any indication as to why, but maybe that's part of it was like, Hey Neto, uh, you're you're you need to make sure that this guy has this set up and that you're going to bring this and that your agent has, you know, tickets for you here. All of that stuff I think is really, really important. And one of the things that we don't even think about, which is why I again would say that these guys might take not just steps for But leaps forward. Hey,
1: Lockdown Angels is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best way to get in on all the NFL playoff action. That's happening. You guys, it's it's rip roaring hot. It's heating up. Our <laughs> Niners are playing against the Packers. My father-in-law is gonna be disappointed when the Niners beat the Packers. <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I, sorry, I'm getting off track here. But they are FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers. Again, best time to get involved. New customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five-dollar bet. That's $150 in bonus bets when. Or lose. So even if you come away disappointed from the playoffs, you can win either way. Listen, the app is very easy to use with so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, bets and the new Explore tab, where you can find them right there. And you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet today. FanDuel is an official betting partner
0: of the NFL. Let's talk about Logics Credit Union for a moment. They're a sponsor of this show as well. And I love Logics because they're there to love on you, to help you, to serve you. They have all sorts of auto loans. Any auto loan that you need, they have it there. They first have the proven and dependable uh, new and used vehicle loans, which is so helpful for like people in my category because we're going to get a used car for my youngest daughter who's going to be driving John this summer. Can you believe that? Uh, and then no, second, they also... I don't want to. I don't, don't <laughs> want to believe it. Second, they also have uh, loans for electric vehicles with super low weight, rates and flexible uh, payment terms. And then they have auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With Logics, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car a whole lot faster. They are the best people to help you out, Logics Credit Union. So visit your local Logics branch in the LA area and talk to one of their amazing team members or you can apply online in minutes at logicsbanking.com slash car that's l-o-g-i-x banking.com slash car
1: mike the worst kept secret according to all these interviews that we've seen over the last few weeks with reed Detmers on foul territory saying that the players pretty much knew that Shohei Ohtani was gone and he wouldn't be returning to the Angels. Then Anthony Rendon was on a podcast called The Jack Vita Show last week where he just kind of mostly talked about life and baseball and his faith and whatnot. He also mentioned that he didn't think Ohtani was coming back. So why in the world did all the players know that Ohtani wasn't coming back when this front office didn't seem to know that at all? What the heck is going on here?
0: I I wonder... If they, really, if they really didn't know. And I think they may have just played the...
1: The front office or the players? The front
0: office. Okay, okay. I, th- I think maybe they just played naive. You know, like, we don't get much communication. But I wonder if they really didn't know and, and just decided, like, we're just going to play the long game here and we're going to act like we're involved in this and all of those things. I'm giving them a whole lot of credit and I get it. But when it comes to the players, Johnny, honestly, like... I think these players knew from the beginning that there's going to be more opportunity for Shohei in maybe where the lights are a little bit brighter, and he knew what he can do. And I loved I loved Rendon's point. Rendon said he knew what he could do in in, in Anaheim and what the price points would be, but going to LA or going to New York, like it, it, it's going to double, it's going to triple, and so mm. it would be almost it would be almost foolish for him not to do that, you know. Mm. And so I think that these these boys are humans. They're hanging out with each other and they're talking like as dudes and as people who are growing. And And I'll bet you Shohei never said like, Oh, I'm leaving guys I'm
1: out of here. Yes, but I think but...
0: that they all had conversations about like, man, the potential and what could you do? And I'm sure he asked for wisdom and for advice from people and, and all of those things. And so I, I just think, I just think like, it's obvious that the players would know. I don't know how much the, the front office didn't know, but, I'm giving them a lot of credit there what are your thoughts
1: well you said they played naive i think i'm going to say that they played dumb because <laughs> yeah you had every oppor- dumb you had sure. every opportunity to extend this guy year after year after year you even didn't take the opportunity to extend him after the 2021 season when he got his mvp probably because they were worried the price would be too high because yeah. he was coming off an mvp season and then I also don't think that they bought the MVP season, Mike. I don't know that they thought that he could do it again. And yeah. sure enough, in 2023, yeah. Otani did it one more time and questionably even better than he mm-hmm. did the mm-hmm. first time with a better batting average. I think the pitching totals were, were just as good as the first year. I know he didn't get all of his starts last year because of the injury. But good grief, man. I think they had every opportunity to to re-sign him. He even expressed interest after 2021 to to extend. But also that you and I have said this a lot and it's Otani was always going to go to free agency. It was always going to happen because why wouldn't you do that? And like you mentioned, I'm sure a lot of these players felt the same way. Like, no, when you're in his shoes, you're going to go to free agency and see what you can get. However, there was probably a small window of time, again, right after that AL MVP season in 2021, where you could have made an extension. You could have locked him down for maybe mm-hmm. at least three more years. Sure. I don't know. Sure. And, yeah. and on top of the two he already had at that point. But good grief, man. Um, well, I guess, no, those were arbitration years technically. So maybe they could have added three to the end of his two arbitration years or bought out those arbitration years with a five-year contract. But all of that to say... I just it 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 cracks me up that it feels like the Halos front office has had their head in the sand over this whole thing, and that even includes Perry Manassian with his comments from last winter off season at the winter meetings where he's like, man, my, my kids wouldn't talk to me if we didn't try to make a play right. for right. No, Well, sorry to hear that. Your kids aren't talking to you anymore. <laughs> That's Ossian gotta be tough <laughs> because I don't think you guys made much of a play to get them back. No. Right. Mike, do you no. think that they were sticker shocked by the 700 million he got from the Dodgers?
0: Based off of how they've been behaving this off season. I, I think that, uh, anything would have been sticker shock for them at, at yeah. this point, because yeah. they don't have, they don't know what's guaranteed with the Bally's money and, or any, anything.
1: 700 like million so. for one of the top 10 players in baseball today.
0: <laughs> really? I mean, it's just,
1: that's like, if that's how they viewed him,
0: like yeah. brief. It's easy to fire arrows in that direction, right? It's easy to say, come on guys. And that's been the kind of the off season so far. Hey, with fire the Angels. away. See well, if I care. <laughs> exactly. But, what, but, but if we, if we pause for a moment and be, and be thoughtful about this, I, I, I wonder if there is some sort of like this was the strategy from the beginning and and so here's what we have to say publicly but but pri- privately I knew what was going to happen here's what I I hope happens John that somebody from that front office uh, if they get let go or go to another organization, pulls what Jared Kelenic did on Foul Territory <laughs> talking about going to the Braves and just said, here's what was going on and here's what that was like. I want a book. I want a report. I want someone <laughs> to say like- a yeah. book report? They, yeah. <laughs> they did absolutely nothing with Shohei Ohtani. They didn't have a conversation. They didn't do anything. Or they didn't think it would be that much. And it was that much. They thought it was just absolutely ridiculous. Like I want to hear yeah. what was the insider scoop the tell there. all, baby. Give me the uh, Moneyball movie. About the angels in that context, and 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 let's let's figure this out. Maybe Jack Black can play Perry Manassian or something like that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, there's
1: a commenter on YouTube named John Rodney, and he likes to call it Artie Ball. So maybe that can be the name Arty of Ball. the uh, the book and the movie Artie Ball and the Downfall of the Los Angeles Angels, right?
0: already Ball of the downfall. I already like it, I already like it. Copyright that. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today YouTube channel. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's here 24-7 covering top sports stories of the day with local experts at Locked On, plus the national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel.
1: Give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels and Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Again, if you're watching or listening, find that link in the episode description and vote for Lockdown Angels for the best baseball podcast. Only like a week and a half left to vote. So if you've already done so, we really appreciate that. If you haven't done so yet,
0: it's the best way. You can help out Mike
1: and I. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for
0: Monday's show? Well, this last week was the international signing, and so they were able to sign a bunch of players and and a lot of names that maybe you're not familiar with. So John and I are going to look at a few of the top names, talk about who they are, and possibly when we could see them in the major leagues. And when I say possibly, hopefully it's not this year because we don't need to rush any more young players up. Right? Some of
1: those guys are 16 years
0: old. Exactly, yeah, even some of them are my yet. son's age. I'm like, oh, yeah, they need some time, <laughs> yes. right? They need some time. So we're gonna talk about that Monday on Lockdown Angels. I'm proud of you for not saying international draft because it's a very easy habit I, I learned because I think it was my fault last time we talked about the international signing day. I think I said draft and you were like, you corrected me like 16 times on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to you. correcting
1: you 16 more times on Monday. All right, friends, we hope you have a great weekend until then. My name is John and that's my brother, Mike.
0: And my name is Mike and that's my brother, John. Thanks for
1: being here with us. And we'll see you back here on Monday.